My friends, do not panic. From the clutches of WAQR, this channel has been temporarily usurped. This is a hostile but cordial takeover of your radio waves. We sincerely hope you, the listeners, don't mind. We do hope, however, that the fine people at WAQR mind quite a bit. Good evening and welcome, friends, to the Opulence Theater, a place of mystery, misdirection, and pure, unadulterated maleficence. It is worth noting that this is our first little get-together here. You and I and the Opulence players. So from all of us here inside the box to all of you out there, we would like to say thank you. Thank you for stepping into a darker corner of your radio set, where we hope to entice, enthrall, and excite you with our little stories. Tonight's gripping tale will pit our faithful hero against an enemy the likes of which he's never known. Come, lend an ear, and join us for a murder most fair. I will now take you to St. Nowhere, a bursting city on the sun-scorched west coast, teeming with the scum and salt of the earth. By day, a bustling business hub. By night, a malevolent monster, looming and dark, great and terrifying, grim and stinky. Crime waves have stretched the city's police thin, and the district attorney, Matthew Crowley, is starting to get pressured by the people to do something, anything, to save them all. Mr. DA, Mr. DA, Mr. DA, please. Nowhere, ladies and gentlemen of the press, we are in a crisis. I probably shouldn't be telling you this as to avoid inciting fear and riots, but oh well. We are overrun with crime lords and mobsters, gangsters and murderers. Drug rings, gambling, prostitution, you name it, we've got it in spades. It is almost too much for our police to take. Again, not to panic you, but we've had a lot of good men leave the force recently. One way or another. That being said, we have our boys in blue working around the clock to keep you and yours safe from these new and daunting threats. Nothing to fear. I will now take questions from the press. Yeah, oh, please, over here. Mr. Crowley, right here, right here. D.A. Crowley, you just said nothing to fear after listing a number of fearful things. Care to comment? Don't get smart with me. Mr. D.A., what is your plan to clean up the streets and restore some order? We're still developing one. The details are top secret. All I can say is I've hired a very capable private investigator to really dig into the underbelly of the city and see what he uh, can uncover next. Oh, 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 Mr. Crowley, Mr. Mr. Crowley, Mr. Crowley, I have a question for you, Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley, would you like to address a scandal recently published involving you and Mr. Mayor behind closed doors? Not door? relevant. Uh, next question. Uh, what are your thoughts on the vigilante justice who have been aiding the police in the last few weeks? I would like to put these rumors to rest. Yes, a brilliant masked detective has aided the department of late. We do not know why he's here, where he came from, or why he's chosen to help us, but we do know we need him. What's his name? Police intelligence says we have no idea, but word is he goes by the Valiant. 
Yes, the valiant, a veiled vigilante, a masked marauder, the best hope Saint Nowhere has. This shadowy figure may be the only thing standing between good and evil. And who knows which way the scale will tip? The valiant knows. Meanwhile, an altercation takes place across town in a seedy bar on a shady street. Go for uh, the job! Uh, the neck! Kick him in the neck! You'll never take me alive, copper! Now, Craw, we had a deal. I beat the crud out of you and you let me drag your hide back to the police. Oh, I remember the deal. But I ain't going back to the clink. I'll get you fair and square in a fist fight with this. A knife! What an unexpected twist. I'll show you a twist with me knife! The thug plunges. But using his remarkable strength and athleticism, Inspector Howard Stoker is able to dodge the vagrant's knife and grab a firm hold of his arm. Let go of me. You wouldn't hurt little old Craw, would you? Never. No! Oh, my arm! I may have lied. Melvin Craw Crawford, you're under arrest for drug trafficking, assaulting a private investigator, murder in the first degree, and mild arson. Hey! I only did three of those things! Oh, well then, by all means, tell it to the judge. I'm sure I'll take it under consideration. Officer McLaurin, take him away. You got it, Chief. Come on, you. Nice work there, bub. Cops have been trying to get that guy for weeks. I know. How's about I get you a drink, Inspector? Thanks, Barkeep. That'd be swell. Whiskey. Neat. Coming up, boss. Private Inspector Howard Stoker finds himself here on a mission from D.A. Crowley to root through the city's underbelly and expose a crime ring. So far, He's turned up quite a bit, but he's far from the truth. He heaves a deep sigh and rests on the bar, assuming that he's safe. Unfortunately, nobody ever told Inspector Stoker what happens when you assume. Here's a hint, you die. A man slowly rises from a table near the back of the room and brandishing a knife approaches the inspector from behind. Just as he's about to strike, the bar turns to find the shooter. A beautiful woman in a bright red dress and gloves stands smirking with a smoking gun in her hand. Watch your back, Inspector. Looks like somebody already was. Excellent shot, too. I always put two through the heart, just to be sure. So you've killed before. Did I say that? Yes. Regardless, I do believe you've just saved my life. Oh, I most certainly did. Well, I cannot thank you enough, Miss... Beretta. Sally Beretta. Howard Stoker. Private investigator. Charmed, I'm sure. Boy, I hope so. Care to join me for a drink? I was just on my way out. Sorry about the mess. Trust me, my bar's used to it. I've seen worse. A pleasure to meet you, Inspector. Actually, Miss Beretta, I was just leaving myself. Were you now? Yes. Here's your whiskey, Inspector. Ah, thanks. Good evening, Mr. Stoker. Wait! Inspector Stoker dashes out of the bar, but by the time he's outside, Miss Beretta is nowhere to be found. Vanished as if into thin air. She's disappeared. What an unusual dame. She was quite striking, Master Stoker. Good evening, Pevensey. I didn't know you followed me here. I did, sir. Shall I bring the car around? That's all right, Pevensey. I won't be in need of your butlery tonight. Why don't you take the evening off? Very kind of you, Master Stoker. Would sir like a nightcap before I leave you? There's one waiting for me at the bar, but thanks. As you wish, sir. Enjoy your night off, Pevensey. I will certainly try, sir. I take you now, of all places, to the St. Nowhere Business District, a vast expanse of towering skyscrapers and glistening buildings, all abandoned for the weekend. Well, except for the lair of the Red Tail Gang, the most notorious crime ring in the city, 
which comfortably occupies one of the high-rise offices. Hey, uh, boss. Mr. Mortar, and the new guy, what's your name? Darville. Fine. Both of you leave. I'm terribly busy. We got some news. It can wait. Well, it can't really. This had better be good. Well, it ain't really. I'm listening. Crawford got cuffed by some flatfoot. That is bad news. You took that surprisingly well, boss. I've been working on my temper. Whoa, put the gun away, boss. Are you telling me what to do? What do people say about not shooting the messenger? I don't listen to people. Mr. Darville? Yeah, boss. Clean up Mr. Mortar, then find out which policeman got craw carted off. Uh, actually, boss, it was a private investigator. Stoker or something like that. Boys say he's been snooping around for a while, trying to bust the crime ring open. Is that so? Well, perhaps it's time we bust him open, see how he likes it. Any idea where he is? Tommy the Knife saw him at a bar. Then Tommy the Knife got shot. Pity. Well, Mr. Darville, seems you're earning your keep already. I think you and the boys deserve a break. Wet your beaks a bit. Give Inspector Stoker a visit, what do you say? You got it, boss. Good answer. Back at the bar, Inspector Stoker pays his rather large tab, while unbeknownst to him, a gang of goons waits out front, hiding in the shadows. All right, you three wait here. I'll head out back just in case he tries to slip away. All right, Darville, calm down. This ain't our first hit. We got this. Still, don't let your... He said we got this, new guy. Scurry on out back. Make sure your gun is loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Drag the body to the car when it's done. I'll meet you there. What a pill, that guy. Can't tell why the boss likes him so much. He's a kiss-ass, just the way the boss likes it. Wait, did you hear that? What? I think I heard something. It was probably a cat. Afraid of a little pussy, are you, Finnegan? There it is again, I think. Hey, stay focused. If we don't bring home a dead cop, boss is gonna have three dead lackeys. <laughs> you shut up, Finnegan. Finnegan? When they turned around, Finnegan was face down in a trash can. Suddenly, a shape drops behind the other two men. Before they can even react, it's upon them. Help! It's got me! Oh, what the hell? Where do they go? All right, you, show you. Wait, what the? Using his remarkable strength and athleticism, the Valiant attacks the thug from behind, and by the time Mr. Darville returns from his post out back, the police have arrived and are carting away three badly beat-up bruisers. What the hell happened to my boys? Excuse me, officer, what happened here? No idea. There were no witnesses, but these boys are all wanted men. If you ask me, it was the Valiant. You mean that vigilante nut job? Call him what you want. He's doing us all kinds of favors. Who's doing favors, Officer Elwood? Evening, Inspector Stoker. Get a load of this. Wowza! Somebody cleaned these boys' clocks. Let me guess, that Valiant fellow? As near as we can figure. Well, glad somebody's watching out for this city. Say, these crooks all work for the Red Tail Crime Ring, don't they? We can't prove anything yet. But our detectives had the same thought. I, uh, I have to go. Who was that? Beats me. Sure was in a hurry, though. So he was. Well, good night, officer. I'm off duty. Color me jealous. Good night, Inspector. Returning to the business district, in the headquarters of the Red Tail Gang. And when I got back, they were completely flounced. All of them. I've lost six boys in one night. This is unacceptable. But you've done well, Darville. The cops clearly don't know who you are yet. Let's keep it that way. You bet, boss. Or 
Perhaps we should do quite the opposite. Darville, I have a very special task for you. On another note, do you know where Mr. Stoker's office is? I can sure as hell find out. Good man. Back on the streets, Inspector Stoker takes the long way home, but he's not alone. All right, I've been listening to you following me for three blocks. I just wanted to make sure you got home, sir. Pevensey, I gave you the night off. A butler has no nights off, sir. I appreciate that, but I'm not a kid anymore. I can walk myself home. Good night, Pevensey. I'll see you tomorrow morning. But, sir... Good night, Pevensey. Good night, sir. What a cut-up Pevensey is. Pevensey, I told you, good night! Wait a moment. Those aren't Pevensey's footsteps. I warn you, I haven't had enough to drink and I'm a pretty damn good shot. So walk into the lamplight slowly. So quick on the draw, Inspector. Most guys would at least take me to dinner first. Miss Beretta, what a pleasant surprise. What are you doing all the way out here? I wanted to talk to you. Truth be told, I was following you for a while. That was quite a feat of strength and athleticism back there in that bar fight. Well, thank you. I'm well versed in three forms of martial arts. Really? I know four. Really? I was thinking we may have a common interest, you and I. Oh? Breaking up the crime rings in the city. Right. That. Uh, it seems we do. Might I propose we team up? With our brawn and brains, we might be the windfall this city's been looking for. You know, that's not a bad idea, Miss Beretta. Please, call me Sally. Howard. Charmed, I'm sure. Well, now all we have to do is team up with the Valiant, and we'll really knock some heads together. Oh, I bet it's only a matter of time before he finds us. Well, this is me. Can I come up to my office and discuss our next move? Tomorrow, Howard. First thing. We've both had quite an evening. Right you are. Well, good night, Miss Bur- Sally. Just as the two are about to part ways. Howard! I'm here! I'm here! Are you alright? Fine. What was that? Well, I imagined that blast was dynamite. The source, unfortunately, was my office. Howard, I'm sorry. Never really liked the place anyway. But this was clearly an attempt on your life. Hey, yeah, you're right. And I bet good money that those red-tailed bums are behind it. The crime ring? Yes. We got a little too close to them today, it seems. That's a good sign. It means all the work I've been doing is starting to make them antsy. I must be getting closer. You know too much. They want you gone. Exactly. Do you need a place to stay tonight? Thank you, Sally. My buddy down at the downtown motel owes me a favor. But first thing in the morning, we'll make our first move. They tried to take everything from me. I don't intend to go down without a fight. And so the two part ways, like shadows at the dawn, only to meet again and plot the downfall of the red tails. But so many questions remain unanswered. Who is the mysterious boss of the Red Tails? Where will he strike next? Is anyone really safe? St. Nowhere's fate is in the balance, but only time will tell who will win. Time, that is, and the Valiant. On behalf of all the Opulence players, I thank you for joining us here for the first time ever. We shall soon release our grip on you and send you back to your regular programming. But before we do, make note of the hour, for in one week we shall be here again, waiting to share more stories from a realm just beyond our fingertips. Thank you for listening. And now, we vanish. <laughs> This is Ked Chevy, and you're listening to the Radio Rodeo here on WIQR 91.2. Before we get to the show, a piece of paper just got slipped under my door, so 
Obviously, I have to read it out loud on the radio. Here goes. <clears throat> the Opulence Theater was made possible by WMFO, Sandbox Recording Studios, and the Tufts Podcast Network. The show was written and directed by Edward Rosini and masterfully mixed by Ben Stern. The Opulence Players were performed by Tyler Beardsley, Paxton Crystal, Christina Moore, Grace Overhofer, Kira Patterson, and Ed Rosini, with Kenny Weitzman as the voice of the Shroud. If you want to learn more, go to www.wavejacked.wix.com. I have no idea what any of that means.